Hello, everyone. Thank you for listening to another episode of Feed to Wet Your Brain. This podcast is produced by Fortin Horseman. Fortin Horseman also produces other content such as movies, other podcasts, and streaming content. When you get the chance, please subscribe to Fortin Horseman on YouTube and never miss another piece of content that we create again. You can also follow Fortin Horseman on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. If you enjoy this podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on wherever you listen to your podcast. This will help us make better and more episodes for you guys to consume. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok if you don't want your brain. You can also follow us on Twitter at Zachy the Zombie. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please email us at feedonwantyourbrain at gmail.com. And if you have the means, please consider donating on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash feedonwantyourbrain. We need as much help as we can in order to continue creating content for you guys, the audience. And as always, thank you immensely for listening to Feed Don't Your Brain. Please stay safe and stay sane. Enjoy the show. Give a man a mask, he'll tell you deeper, darker truths, but he'll also be more abusive, unaccountable, and demonic. Corey Duchesne. The Last of Us, Season 1, Episode 8. When We Are in Need. Trigger warnings for this episode are sexual assault and rape. Please stay safe and stay sane. Thanks for listening. Alright everyone, and we are back with Feed Don't Eat Your Brain. Uh, I got Chrissy Boy, Chris Flamakis, once again. It's me, the triumphant return. The triumphant return. That was episode four, and now it's like episode ten million. Well, it was like, you were in episode four, and then you were in episode, um, like, ten. Now it's episode sixty-eight. Oh, we were you're not. We, on, you're no, not on no. <laughs> I'm sorry, Chris. Damn you. <laughs> Damn, but uh, you like this episode? baby boy yeah it was it was very good incredible like um it just shows one it shows how good the writing for the game originally was mm-hmm. and everything like that because like all the major beats like you and i both knew basically what was going yeah. to happen yeah. but like the few nuance the not some of them weren't even nuanced they were just like flat out differences made it so it translated to tv so well and it was mm-hmm. just like awful and satisfying to watch at the same time yeah yeah, yeah. i i mean i just really liked I love, like, when we don't know a lot about a character, mm-hmm. how the TV show is, like, elaborating more on the character, mm-hmm. like David, like James, like um, Kathleen. I mean, Kathleen wasn't even a character yeah. before. Uh, like Frank, you know? And, like, we really saw more of who David was. Um, and it, it was, like, alluded to in the game a little bit, but, like, the TV show just went full on into it, you know? Um, so I want to talk about... Because, um, like, you meet David... And he seems like such a genuine person. Mm-hmm. He seems like such like a a genuine guy that just wants to help people and, you, and stuff. You, you can tell that he, yeah. You can also tell that with that genuine nature, it's just like there's just certain realities because like you believe him when he's like, oh, we'll we'll bury the dad in mm-hmm. uh, in spring. Yeah. Like, and it's just like he just has to say he has to say these brutal things because he is the leader of this group, mm-hmm. everything like that. The one thing I am curious about, and I guess. It, not knowing is not the biggest deal, but like, how did he become the leader? Because because yeah. a lot of times people you see people that are leaders is like, oh, this guy w- was super charismatic, at, like and had like a bunch of people with like let's say weapons. They led resistance group up. That's why she was a leader, yeah. or this person was a leader because they happened to have resources and was able to use those resources to get that power. But like I like other than him being like I guess a pseudo priest because he wasn't really a priest. Yeah. Um, 
how did he get to be that position? I think, you know, uh, religion a lot of the times, um, I, I think that you, you can use religion to gain followers uh-huh. because it's not really you, right? Yeah. You're, you're using God or, or whatever, you know, as like the something that's above you, but is speaking to you so you can talk to other people. And a lot of people that are like priests or whatever in religions, they, they tend to prey on broken people mm-hmm. and everyone's <sighs> broken in this world. Like there's yeah. not a single person that isn't broken. Absolutely. And, and you know, religion can give people a sense of security and a sense of like hope and belonging. And I think he, I, I don't think he, he, I mean, he said he didn't actually believe in it Yeah. to Ellie later on. Yeah. I think he used it so he could get into power. Mm, that's interesting. Yeah. 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 I, I just think, I think that he, and you know, you look at religious leaders today and they're not necessarily like super, um, charismatic. They're not necessarily super strong or big, Yeah. but like they, they have are following. able to lead people because they are God's voice essentially. Like that guy who has that mega church at Joel Osteen. Yeah. I'm just, every time I hear see interviews from him, I'm like, is this, is, is this a test? He's like five is, foot two. Is this an AI? <laughs> it's like, uh-huh. when you see Mark Zuckerberg or something, I'm like, how do you, I'm like, what is he saying in there? I'm like, oh, he's saying this stuff that's very rehearsed, very, yeah. very much. He knows what, who he's talking to. Yeah. And, and I, he, he's just using, he's using it so that people will follow him and like believe him. Um, even though like it's a, it's a mental trap. It's not a physical trap. Yeah. You know, um, these people are trapped mentally because they think that like he is the one giving them like spiritual guidance and they don't really go into like all of the stuff that he's preached, but I'm sure he's preached that like, we're the only ones that are going to be saved in this (sighs) world. Well, I mean, there's also probably a level of like communities like that tend to like make or break people's survival yeah. kind of thing. And you go and it's like, Oh, these people, obviously there's a section of them that are fairly decently armed, capable. Mm-hmm. Some of them are decent hunters and everything like that. And from the sounds of it, this winter, like it wasn't like this the entire time yeah. we've been there. It's just like this winter was particularly brutal. Mm-hmm. Um, and so maybe that whole, like just the, the faith combined with actual tangible, like, like, Oh, he's fed them in the past. Oh, he's provided them protection. Mm-hmm. Um, from raiders and from infected and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, I he wasn't, like, said that he was a religious leader in the video game. No. And I could just hear, I could just hear well, definitely. The, the religious that makes, people that... saying, like, oh, they're just making religion look like... <sighs> and I'm like, well... And, and there's that whole debate online about, like, how people are trying to ban trans people and people are trying to ban drag queens and stuff. And, but, like... Statistics show that religious leaders actually abuse people yeah. more often than, than trans and people. Priests and, and, pa- and pastors and people of the same similar mm-hmm. positions in different religions mm-hmm. use that power. Like hell, like even just like for those of you in the UVU area, the show uh, The Divine, that was one of the main plot points of the movie was sexual abuse about from a priest. Mm-hmm. That was the inciting incident that happened before the show mm-hmm. even began. It's like it's a, it's been a common thing. Pro- unfortunately probably will be a common thing for yeah. a very long time because there's always just a whole lot of like oh what is this person providing for you yeah like this person's providing like he's he's he is leading some of the what seems to be the armed men the hunters and stuff like that to be able to help provide protection mm-hmm. provide food provide shelter it seems like he's definitely been doing this for a number of years a lot of the younger people there probably grew up yeah. with him in this power like yeah. at least at least that main girl whose dad was one of the people that attacked joel and ellie and that died mm-hmm. she uh, she could, definitely was younger than 20 absolutely yeah. like she was like mid-teens yeah and so like her entire life she has known only the horrible apocalypse mm-hmm. 
and probably most of it she has lived in this mm-hmm. in this town. Well, like, and probably most of these people probably believed in God before. Yeah, like before it all happened, absolutely, and yeah. and so I thought it was kind of interesting that he said he didn't believe in God. That he was found God. That was quite yeah. That was that was something interesting, giving nuance to this uh, to this character, making him I think a very good character. Well, he's such a great. He's villain. such a he. Oh, you immediately it's just like there's something wrong with him. Even yeah. even if we didn't know what like because the main plot points of like him like taking Ellie, um, using trying to use his power to be like. Oh well, it's like we're going to be and try to be in a relationship kind of yeah. thing, or get some sexual favors from her, and her saying "fuck <sighs> you," and then almost getting killed, and then the whole fire. Mm-hmm. Built, like we could, we could delve in deep into that in a moment, but like, yeah, that we like we knew that was going to happen, but like the immediately like the actor portraying him just as soon as like she he meets Ellie, I'm like it's just like heebie-jeebies yeah. well, kind of stuff. I I I mentioned this. Me and Quentin mentioned this in his episode. Was like. When people, like, David was almost too kind and caring yes. to if ever trust him. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm in an apocalypse and yeah. I meet someone that's, like, really kind and, like, but happy, I'm like, Don't dude, take dude. your hand off that trigger. Dude, yeah, like, yeah, do not. Get the f- you, meet, you meet somebody named Joel and it's like, okay, if I don't f- with this guy, he's not going to kill me. He's, a, he's yeah. an asshole. Like, He'll you be meet one Joel. But you could probably trust him to do certain things, yeah. not shoot you unless you f- him over yeah, kind of stuff. exactly. Yeah, and, but, like, but like you meet a David kind Literally of Literally everyone. Everyone was, like... <laughs> Like, everyone was pretty <laughs> dated that you've yeah. met until you meet David, and then you're like, oh, yeah. Something's going on yeah, there. C- like, I can't trust you if you're too happy in this world, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, he's such a good villain. Yeah. And, like, the best villains, in my opinion, are the ones that, like, they're calm, they're calm, they're calm, and then explosion. Like, yes. the slap, like, you know. Yeah, like, that was, that was a prelude to the explosion of him smashing Ellie's head into the bars. Yeah. Like, just like, oh, it's just like, oh, and then she just is just like, I'm not having this. <laughs> well, it's like people people that know how to like control their anger really well. Yeah, you can kind of see anger build up mm-hmm. as it's going, and then and then they know how to kind of take a step back. But people that don't know how to control their anger, it's like calm, 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 and an explosion. Yeah, you know, and and I mean that's just like a case by case basis. It's obviously not for everyone, but like what makes him so compelling as a villain is just like the he's he, it seems like everything's okay until it's not. Yeah, and and that's honestly like. That's honestly, like, how religious cult leaders do it. Like, if you hear stories about, like, David Miscavige, like, he'll just, he's the leader of Scientology. Yeah. He'll just be, like, calm and collected, and, like, and then people will say, and then you just started beating the hell out of this guy. Yeah. Like, out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And and he'll start berating, he started berating me in front of everyone. And it's like, man, just just these, and I don't know what it is, but it happens time and time again of these these people becoming religious leaders and just abusing the hell out of people. I don't know what it is. I I think a lot of times, like, the power gets to their head, and then a lot of times they're like, oh, I've earned this respect. How dare you yeah. be disrespectful to, yeah. to me? Do you know what I, do you know, like, how many decades I've done to do this, to get into this position kind of stuff? Mm-hmm. Like, you see, you see it a little bit in a lot of positions of power. There's, like, a little bit of frustration in certain things where it's like, like, for me, I'm a person that's like, yeah, I've, I've worked to do this certain thing for, like, several years now, mm-hmm. and it's frustrating to me that some people disenfranchise that because of yeah. because I'm not 60 years old and been doing it for 30 years. <laughs> you don't have a doctorate degree. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have a PhD. I don't have 30-plus years of experience for something that doesn't need it. Um, <laughs> uh, God damn. Uh, but we uh, – but, like – I can, it's just like, I, I get frustrated, but then, mm-hmm. but then I'm just like, well, how do I deal with this? Or how do I not let that person make it? So I want to throw a brick through a wall or, or actually physically harm them. Mm-hmm. And some of those people don't have that because maybe they, 
maybe some of those people started doing that stuff at a very young age, and so they started getting some of that gratification early on, mm-hmm. and they really didn't have a ton of roadblocks mm-hmm. to really for them to temper their anger and everything like yeah. that. Um, I don't know, like obviously, I don't know the history of some leaders and stuff like yeah. that, uh, and and I and I don't care to. <laughs> it's just yeah. I I just think that that's a personality thing that like depending on how you grew up and how you not just your like formative years of. Um, adolescence and teenage uh, but like your young adult years mm-hmm. really shows how much like if somebody can criticize you i think the best leaders are, are leaders that can be criticized yeah. and take the criticism and and either be like hey listen this criticism has x amount of validation to it but also uh that's disenfranchising what i'm doing or like, like coming mm-hmm. at it like an actual like a person that's like yeah maybe show frustration maybe show a little bit of like hey that was a little bit bs mm-hmm. but like yeah just showing that like she she wasn't like she just said one word, and then like the girl. Uh, like, well, she, she said, just, "We need to kill him." Yeah, it's just like we need to kill both of them. After he's just like, "Oh, everyone, calm down," and everything like that, and he just like calmly walks up and just slaps her, mm-hmm. which was just like. Well, and then everyone, everyone was everyone's just terrified yeah. of him. You know, even though it's just like there's like forty people in that yeah. room, and and it's just like he has the one enforcer dude, and it's like if they if they all jumped him right there, maybe somebody would get killed. Yeah. But like, there's absolutely no way that like a bunch of people would get killed. Yeah. Like, well, that's the thing. They just. For some reason, like these psychopaths, they just have this like because they they mental cage. Yeah. yeah, they mentally have broken down these people into being like, well, if if they took him down, who would be in charge of everyone? Uh, who who would make these have to do all these actions, make all these decisions mm-hmm. and stuff like that? Like it's 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 inter- because like a lot of people can make decisions. Oh oh yeah, we need to go hunting. We need to do this. We need to do this. But like he, though vile ways, mm. he he. Help them survive yeah. up until that point, in like absolute vile ways. But yeah, yeah, yeah I, it's just, it's it's just a mind control yeah. thing, and you know. But anyway, changing topics a little bit, I wanted to talk about the food. Yeah. Um. Because what part of the food? Well, just like they bring the meat over when they're cooking the stew, right? Uh-huh. And then and it then fools you. Asked, it yeah, fools yeah. you for a second because you think they get the deer they gr- because the scene before they were dragging the deer uh-huh. and I'd, and you're like, oh, they're eating venison. I'm, it's just like, oh yeah. And then they're just like, and then and he like, says, what meat is this? It's like, it's venison. And they're just, ever, they're all just, just the saddest uh-huh. depressed people. And, and then later on it shows the deer, like they, they come walking in with the deer and it's like, and everyone's still, and I, and I didn't, and I didn't think about it because I was like focusing on the, what he was saying and his words uh-huh. and stuff like that. But then I was like, oh, <laughs> like, they're eating people. It's like, oh my they're god, they're eating that girl's dad right now. Yes, you know, um, and like just the that's such good writing and yeah. like like you think it's the deer, everyone thinks it's the deer, but like everyone knows it's and not it doesn't the deer. blatantly throw in your face that it's not the deer. Yeah, because it just shows them like walking in with it, and it's yeah. just like, oh, here it is, a full full uh, sized deer, big one. Like, yeah. I'm like <laughs> we got a deer earlier, but like, and then you see later when they when they start eating and they they say the prayer. He has a huge plate. He of has food, a full plate. And everyone of food. is scraping. Everyone already. has like two pieces of like mouth, like bites of meat with some like yeah. stew mix in it. Yeah. That's how you know it's a food ah, system. Yeah, is like everyone is like gaunt and grim, and yeah. like and I also noticed um, James. That was his partner's mm-hmm. name. James, like they, I think to make him look a little bit more gaunt and grim, they give him slightly oversized clothing. Mm. But like I think that told a message also of like. David's clothes fit him well. Mm-hmm. And, like, some of the... Especially a few of the women I noticed looked like they were, like, w- wearing, like, two or three shirts sewn together. Yeah. Um, 
at first I was like, are they wearing like they're like all uh, impoverished? Oh well, I at first I thought they were like, are they wearing like Little House on the Prairie like outfits? Uh-huh. And they stand up. And I'm like, no. And I'm like, I think those are like two shirts sewn together uh-huh. or something like they're that. They're impoverished. Yeah. And and David's living the high life, yeah, being he's, the big man, he's comfortable fitting clothes, uh-huh. full belly, uh huh, smile on his face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> up. Um, but speaking of James, when when David is like, we're not going to kill the girl. We're not going to kill the girl. Um, referring to Ellie. Yeah. We're just going to kill Joel, right? We're going to kill the guy. And then James wants to go <laughs> both of them up. He wants yeah. to kill both of them because they killed his friends or whatever. Yeah. And and James mentions to um, James mentions to uh, David, like, what about God's will? What would God want us to do? And, yeah. like, you know, James is starting to realize that, that David is not speaking for God. Yeah. And he never did. And, you know, yeah, well, like, James you, obviously believes in God. Yeah, and then, but the moment you, you meet him, it's just like, Dave, uh, uh, it's just like, I need, are you having a crisis in faith in, with me? Mm-hmm. And stuff like, he says with, I think he says something along the lines with me. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like, it's just, I need, it's just, I, I need you to be on my side. And James like, half-heartedly is like, yes. And like, um, if the people out there don't know, the actor that plays James in the show is the original voice actor for Joel. Yeah. And this is how they got him into the show, was to yeah. be this character. And he, like, he does a really, like, good He's job. Great. Of, he just like, he never is like, the only time he's like standing straight is when he's holding a gun at Ellie. Mm-hmm. Everywhere else he's kind of hunched over, a little bit beaten. You can tell he's a little bit like, he's at least somewhat malnourished. Yeah. Maybe he gets slightly more than everybody else because he's the guy going out yeah. hunting and they give him a little bit more privileges and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, but he's just like, uh, and he knows everything that's happening. He knows that the people, those dead bodies and what they're mm-hmm. doing and everything like that. Yeah, he, he's like one of the only people that knows. Yeah. But like, with, with like James's anger towards Joel, like, obviously... Obviously, those four guys were following tracks, yeah. and they were gonna they were gonna get meat. Yeah, they were gonna use Joel and Ellie for meat. And if Joel didn't kill that one guy and they didn't run away, they would have been they would have been in the stew. You Pro- know, probably like it's it's so those odd. Four, those four it's, guys it's attacked odd them because like why didn't they kill some of those monkeys? Yeah, there were animals there. Yeah, but like those four guys, yeah, they they attacked them first. They were trying to get away. Yeah, and but like. But the group was so mind controlled and so brainwashed. Well, probably the the surviving members of that group probably be, uh, probably drummed up the fact that's like, oh yeah, like this girl was screaming at us and firing guns and stuff like that. Yeah. And they oh and they jumped us kind of thing. And it's like, yeah. no, that's not what happened. Like, you know, Henry was like, ah, oh, this crazy man and yeah. this girl yeah. just like killed killed these four guys that were just trying to find food for us. But those four guys were probably under orders. If you find someone, murder them and bring them here so we can eat food. Yeah. Right. And or take all their belongings. You know, obviously, yeah. like killing Joel and Ellie was not justified because they were they were defending themselves. Yeah. Um, but that didn't matter to the group because they were told a twisted story, so that so that uh, David could use all these generic ass names: Henry, David, Sam. Uh, that it's David just could... <laughs> it's just mid Midwest white guy names. Yeah. That's the most realistic part of them. Sure. Yeah. Um, I keep mixing them up though. Yeah. Um, but. <laughs> Yeah, like it, it wasn't justified, but like David just has these this hold on this this people these people. I want to mention how they used penicillin because it's fungal based. Yeah. Um. I. Um. I think we talked about it very briefly during the show. Yeah. Like that is an interesting thing because I would I would feel that I mean it is twenty years later, so any sort of stigma sure. or like being like this <laughs> is also poisoning us probably yeah. would have disappeared probably within the first year because yeah. people uh, but like. Um, that is an interesting thing of, like, it kind of shows how much, like, those first couple of, like, opening scenes that showed flashbacks in the first couple of episodes mm-hmm. were talking about, were, like, drumming up the fact that, like, if something, like, some sort of crazy fungal-based disease came out, then, like, our only thing to fight other diseases and stuff like that is, like, 
other is usually things based on fungus. Uh, on fungus. Mm-hmm. And so like you can't you couldn't really fight it with itself. Maybe in I, like obviously I'm not a scientist, but maybe in some fringe cases. But obviously that's the reasoning why they have. That's probably the reasoning why originally when they when they tried to make this not quite a zombie apocalypse yeah. kind of thing that they chose to do that that like something based off of that fungus really wouldn't be able to be contained properly. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, they obviously had to like with trial and error. Like, I mean, they they eat bread too as well. Uh, yes. And so, like, how... That was all... I kind of want to know, like, how do they know? I mean, I guess they just have to test the food or whatever. Well, yeah. I mean, like, that's also a point where in the beginning where he's kind of, like, explaining to Ellie... Well, I guess not the beginning. It's, like, the third episode or mm-hmm. something. I'm being like, oh, well, it probably it probably started in these, like, manufacturing plants and stuff like that, eating mm-hmm. probably something with wheat and stuff in it. And it's like, I'm like, holy Lord. <laughs> like, being, like, not knowing whether or not something you're eating is is going to be good or not. But yeah, uh, not knowing what you could eat for that first while. Mm-hmm. Obviously, like, food being, like would just add to the scarcity of things, yeah. obviously. And probably, I'm, I'm willing to assume that if they were going to bomb anything, it would be bombing those factories yeah. to be, uh, that, like, started a whole, that they're like, we know that this brand, see ya, Kellogg's. <laughs> 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 well, like, yeah, I mean, how would you escape this? How would you escape this world if, like, now that's why now it looks like it looks like most up. of the rations that Ellie and Joel have been eating are, like, are just beef looks, like, looks like jerky yeah. or some sort of meat product. Yeah, yeah. so it's like, Everyone has to go kind of paleo, you know, in order to be completely <laughs> well, yeah, safe. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, you're right. Because, like, like, you know, even if they do get to a point where, like, their society, you know, societies can start to be built up again, like, they would have to triple-checked grain yeah. and any any kind of fungal or yeast thing to make sure... Because now, now the world is warm enough that it could, it could grow from any fungus, right? And so, man, it just adds another layer of, like, survival that... Yeah. That is not in other stuff, which is really cool. But I wanted to mention that, like, just because they said penicillin, and I was like, that's fungal-based for sure. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, yeah. It definitely, definitely makes you think that it's, like, that's probably the reason why there's so much left is because probably people don't trust that. Mm-hmm. Like, because, like, I know we mentioned that it's, like, there are factories producing things somewhere mm-hmm. in the world, and, like, some of them are producing drugs and, like, narcotics and stuff like that. How do you, how do you think, how do you think the clickers smell? I bet they smell awful. Like, probably oh, worse than, like, the water. They walkers. probably smell like rotting bodies. Yeah, they have to smell at least, like, a combination of rotting bodies and, like, yeah, fungus. So a lot of fungus. Like yeast, bro. Yeah. Like a yeast infection. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, they probably smell so bad. The world probably smells worse so than bad. Worse walkers. Yeah. Like, you, you know walkers smell bad because they're just dead people. W- but, like, with fungus and yeast added onto that? Nummy. Jesus. Um, it's my job. Anyway, did we talk about, uh, did we talk about David saying that he has a violent heart? I don't think we did. No. Yeah. I just thought like, uh, he, you know, I think, I think he read Ellie wrong. I think kids born in that world nowadays kind of grow up with violent hearts because of the world they're living in. They have to. Like, but he grew up in society. There is, there is like little to no reason except for the last 20 years why he would have a violent heart other than he was inherently bad. He was just a person. Yeah. And this Like Ellie, Ellie like was raised in Fedra and Fedra mm-hmm. obviously was like a very military like military school yeah. and living in the world where it's like oh she couldn't leave from the quarantine zone mm-hmm. which actually I want to kind of look up and be like how big is this quarantine like it seems like it's yeah. part of a city obviously yeah. but like how big is this quarantine zone and like how much of it did she actually get yeah. to see and she like has been out of it like twice before this whole grand adventure mm-hmm. and like that can mess with some people up yeah. and just being like knowing that like people are dying being brutally 
murdered, just going out on the street and just like, oh yeah, today's your job duty, like the last six mm. years, is burning the dead bodies. Yeah. And it's like, holy crap. <laughs> like, that's such a different world yeah, they live in, yeah. you know? But like, but like with uh, David, he, you know, and this is such a fascinating thing to me of like what makes um, psychopaths because we know that sociopaths grew up really um, in like really violent situations and were abused yeah. as kids. And maybe like, and psychopaths, maybe, it's just it's just ingrained in that. Yeah, maybe maybe he maybe he did have a violent upbringing. Yeah, maybe. Like it didn't go into specifics. No. It just said that he had violent tendencies before all of this, mm-hmm. and he, I mean, you have like in order to survive in the in this world, unless you are a person that just is like. <laughs> very low-key living in a quarantine zone mm-hmm. or or you happen to be like in one of the towns like one of uh the brother's town um, um tommy jackson yeah like yeah. like if you just happen to be living in one of those towns where mm-hmm. it's like it's protected and you can live a normal life in yeah. a secluded area it's and then you're just like okay well maybe i don't have to be violent it's a, or anything like that but mm-hmm. maybe you still have to know how to use a gun or something like that yeah um but like so like maybe his violent tendencies, maybe maybe him having violent tendencies made it so that like oh he got some people out of rough situations. Mm-hmm. Maybe he used some of that violence and is like okay well now that that's over let's go to John three sixteen or something yeah. like that yeah yeah and justifying religion to mm-hmm. use his violence. Um, all right, so now that we talked about most of the episode, I want to yeah. talk about Joel just waking up <laughs> yeah. and just killing everybody. Joel, so even Pedro Pascal is so what well, is so great. It's just like first 20, 15 minutes of the episode, he's still like recovering. Yeah. Uh, and he's just like in a stupor, probably hallucinating <laughs> out of everything. Uh, imagining Ellie as a, like a, a fairy or something <laughs> like, uh, um, and then Ellie is just like, Oh, <laughs> and these people are coming and everything like that. Hands yeah. him, a, hands him a knife. And it's like, anybody comes down here, you kill. And he's like, <laughs> it's like, well, and then, then, you know, adrenaline starts pumping in. Cause he hears the person. Yeah. He him. hears the person coming in. And then once he's finally like conscious, He's stumbling around. Yeah. He's still probably... Well, they did it so much better in the TV show, because, like, he just wakes up in the t- in the video yeah. game, and he's a little bit slower, but and he's, like, slumped no, over. No, this... But, like, you can clearly tell, like, Pedro is, not okay. is stumbling around. Yeah. He's slurring his words. The first... He's lightheaded The first hell. guy that he kills was a struggle, mm-hmm. like, an absolute struggle, but then he's like, where the <sighs> fuck is Ellie? Well, <laughs> he's like, I just... I love... I love that part of oh. the story, because then you... You see Pastrol, and it, it's not—it's not pretty. <laughs> no, <laughs> like he's, he's torturing. He's, he's like, he ju- I'm gonna pop your kneecap Within off. ten minutes of him ki- of him brutally murdering two, murdering two guys, he has uh-huh. two other guys tied up, and he's like, he's like pop your with with the injury. Yes, too- you see him stab into the guy, and he like kind of leans in because he looks like he's like. Probably uh-huh. his wound hurts and he like, doesn't have the energy. Uh-huh. But yeah, well, in the past episode, he's like, "I'm worried that I'm too old. I can't hear for <laughs> and and I'm I'm gonna fail Ellie." And, my and, hands. Then, and then he yeah, his hands or whatever. And then he gets injured, mortally injured, mm-hmm. and he kills all the guys. Yeah, still, he kills. He's all... still a beast. Oh my god! <laughs> I, and I like I mentioned to you this in the middle of the episode it was that like there's a little bit of the parallel of when the older couple before he gets to Tommy of mm-hmm. like. Some of the uh, same dialogue where he's, yeah. he's just like, okay, show me on the map and it better be the same as, like, your wife just showed yeah, me. Yeah, well, he but wasn't going to, like... No, no, he wasn't going to kill them yeah, or they're, anything they're like that. But, but the parallel of the dialogue being mm-hmm. like, oh, I think that's really good writing to be like, that Joel knows what to say to some of these people and knows knows what to say to... That seems to motivate people more mm-hmm. often. and But, like, obviously two vastly different. This, like, actually really funny old couple versus these two dudes. And he's just, like, stabs the <laughs> and guy. And he kills both of and them. Stabs anyway. the guy, and, and the other guy being like, well, he told you. He's like, I know, I, I believe him. And he just, like, cuts the black. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm like, I, I'm like, yes. And then he just, Whoa. like, stumbles for, like, two miles. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's so good. It, it was, yeah, it was, like, it really 
show like the physicality of all of it just like all those people there just did such a phenomenal job and mm-hmm. it just shows that like Joel like has been killing people and infected for 20 years mm-hmm. and like he has been out there he hasn't been a person just defending a town or anything like that because like yeah. that can give you experience obviously but he's been a person that's been out there and it's like because every single time he sees a traveling party or, or like a uh doesn't know doesn't know if they're bandits or anything he's immediately like we got a hide <laughs> has like two guns out <laughs> yeah he hands ellie a gun is ready to kill the <laughs> for someone yeah. because he knows he knows most people will kill murder steal rape mm-hmm. for uh for their stuff yeah. and like i think probably um uh, like what? Like he just is just like oh they took Ellie and, and he's just like immediately he's just like I know what these fuckers are, are going to plan on doing mm-hmm. like one of two things and neither one of them I'm going to stand for mm-hmm. like oh, it was so good just so seeing good. Uh, just seeing that uh it's, it's so good yeah yeah and like I I love how now we've gotten to like pretty close to the end of their of the of the first part of the story mm-hmm. and like now like because Joel was unable to protect Ellie. We see Ellie was able to protect herself. Yeah. Like, and that's such a cool part of the story is yeah. like, Joel's like, I gotta protect you. I gotta protect you. Yeah. I gotta, but like, well, it Ellie also shows the, prote- the, because like, obviously there's the, there's a, pr- the, the decent jump from when, from Kansas City to when they get and find Tommy. Mm-hmm. Like, there's at least a couple of months. Yeah. Cause it's, it goes from probably mid fall to yeah. winter, full on winter. Mm-hmm. And like, it's very obvious because, like, in the first few episodes, he's just calling her, he's like, "Oh, your cargo," and there's this and this. And in this episode, it's just like he's just literally like he is pushing through like hundred plus fever, mm-hmm. debilitating stab wound that they use a sewing needle to sew up. So uh-huh. it's probably more painful than I can even imagine. Yeah. And he's just like, no. And he just like goes in there, finds her backpack first, and he's just like, what? <laughs> well, he sees the dead bodies hanging too. Yeah, like meat. He, he sees the dead bodies. He sees the backpack, and he just knows. He's just like, I gotta get move. I gotta get but, moving. But then I loved how he wasn't a Deus Ex Machina. Yes, Ellie. Ellie took care of herself. Yes. And well, I mean, that was where the. Well, that's. I mean, this is where the game and the show differ a little yeah. bit. Where and and um, uh, the director said that the reason why they chose to make it uh, make it different than the game because like he she kills David mm. and before she starts brutalizing his his body Joel in the game jumps uh jumps in and is like her. it's like okay and has basically the exact same interaction with her mm. as he has outside the building in the show yeah but the director is like oh Ellie saved herself physically but Joel was there to save her her mentally mm. to be like so he wanted Ellie to like save her yeah, herself he, both ways he wanted well Ellie saved herself physically but when she walked out of that building you saw she was well, yeah she was traumatized, she was traumatized like why, I I kind of I wish they kept it the same as the game you really think where, so yeah where Joel where Joel stops her because like I think they wanted to emphasize emphasize like obviously it was a very traumatic experience but it mm-hmm. was compounded by the fact that she not only killed him, but like brutalized his dead his his dead body mm-hmm. and everything like that. I think they wanted her in this live action uh, scenario to go the extra step further. Does it make it necessarily better? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I think it's up to a preference at that mm-hmm. point because it's. I think it still says pretty much the same story because he still comes and gets her right after, and it's just holding her like she's freaking out. Mm-hmm. And he's and it's uh, like the line delivery of the of baby girl and yeah, everything oh, like man. that. It's just it's like heartbreaking. it's just so heartbreaking. That, that is when Joel accepts like, oh, I love her. Yeah, and she is. He, he she's knows, basically my daughter. Yeah, now. he know. And it's just like, oh, and like, uh, it was. It's some of my favorite moments. But show Sarah, baby girl, in the it, first episode. Yeah, that's she's that, That's uh, for those of you paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't said it in twenty years. <laughs> he he's. He's coming back. Yeah, he's coming he's back. He's feeling things. He's, he's actually, you know, 
Daddy Joel. It was kind of weird though because like like you and I were saying like um it, the inaccuracy from the video game is like why didn't they die like seven or eight times each? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, like when Ellie was running away from them, I was like, this is so inaccurate. Like like I died as Ellie like twenty thousand times in this part. Oh man, it's um, I I think the addition of a few of these nuanced things makes it so that like because if you think about it, the game like most video games, has so much padding with, like, oh, here's the actual, like, gameplay and mechanics. Mm -hmm. It's not you just watching six hours of a cinematic yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Um, where they go with well, that. they have to streamline it. Well, I mean, know? I hope they keep... A, there's a few things that I hope they keep for this finale episode because there's just, like, once they get to Salt Lake in the game, it's just, like, like wild. Just, like, mm -hmm. the realizations of certain things and everything. And I'm not going to spoil it for anybody no. who hasn't played the game or anything like that. But, again, but uh, like, yeah, no. I'm... I'm so excited to see people's reactions that haven't played the game and don't know what's about yeah, to happen. Yeah, And, like, we're going in re-traumatizing ourselves, yeah, we're, right? We're doing but, like, they're going in playing. We're cracking a beer no, being yeah. like, I'm ready, Joel. <laughs> I'm, I'm, ready, ready, Joel. Uh, I'm ready for you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Since we talked about Joel, let's talk... I, I want to talk about Ellie and Bella, yeah. and Bella Ramsey's performance as Ellie being, like, Whoa. again, another spot on, another just, like, her, like, guttural screams that yeah. she does, like, a few times in the, sh uh, in the episode. Her scream mm -hmm. of being like, tell them that Ellie's the name of the <sighs> little girl that broke your finger. Such <laughs> so a great good. line. Such a great line. Because well, Ellie, Ellie uses so many tactics to survive. She uses deception. Yes. She uses... Um, she uses like she's, so, she's such a smart character. She's it, so it, smart. Like when she's pointing the gun and tells them to put it down, they back up and you see her like holding the gun and then she's like unloading the uh, rifle, mm -hmm. their rifle on the ground, so they can't just come and pick it up and shoot Bro, her. Like she's so smart. she does that. She like and she's so agile too yeah. that like like David had a hard time like fighting her off because she was just like. Yeah. So quick and He's nimble. A David's you know? a little bitch. David's a little bitch. David's a little bitch. David is a little bitch boy, little baby bitch boy, little David, little David baby bitch boy. Uh, it, it's it, like yeah, it does that, and then he just slams her head against the the pole and everything like well, that. I can't. And then when and then when the building starts on fire, and she, and like he like tackles her, and then she just lets out like a guttural like desperation yeah. scream. So I can't imagine good. the trauma of like your like your being chased yeah then you're knocked out and kidnapped yeah then you realize they're cannibals then you realize is, he wants to marry you that's like five levels of <sighs> then you realize you realize he wants to marry you and then you you break his he's finger one of those people he knocks you yeah. out again yeah you wake up and he's about to chop you up yeah. to eat you so she uses the oh, every tactic she's like oh i'm infected look at the scar mm -hmm. and then james is like it looks pretty <laughs> real to me. like that <laughs> yeah. line that was a great line delivery uh, too he's just like i felt bad for james yeah, but, James know. deserved deserved better, but David didn't blink an eye. Like no. James gets cleaved in the neck, and Ellie mm -hmm. runs out, and he's he didn't care. Point two seconds later, he's like, "This is a pretty good weapon." Yeah, it well, seems effective. Well, and then and then you get away from that. You you're now in a burning building. Yeah. with a with a crazy psychopathic rapist. Yeah. and cannibal, and and then you almost get you get sexually assaulted here's, and you almost here's, get here's, raped. Here's a, the trauma. Yeah, here's a, a little thought yeah. uh, real uh, quick that just popped into my mind. Do you think that he makes the people preparing the food uh, if it is available not prepare him any of the human meats? Do you think he would use that power? To be like, oh, I want this sure. meat. I want this cut of the meat. I mean, I don't think I don't think they I feel had like a the, choice. Really. I feel like the butcher also uh -huh. had to he was butchering yeah the, the, like he yeah. also had to know maybe they're like this is the cut for david today i don't know maybe i feel like I, i'm sure he had some yeah. power some sort of like power of like what part of the meat or whatever yeah but like yeah yeah that's interesting yeah i don't know if he had a choice though yeah because they did. said that they didn't have any deer yeah until they found that maybe. but 
But anyway, just like the trauma, like seven, ten layers of trauma yeah. built up. And Bella Ramsey portrayed that perfectly. Yeah. She was just in utter shock. And it's yeah. like, and like he comes up, up to her and it's like, if she had like a knife or something, would have stabbed the <laughs> shit out of Joel. Mm-hmm. But like, and he's just like, holds her as tight as humanly possible because he knows mm-hmm. like, oh my, he's just looking around, <laughs> looks at her, she's covered in blood. And it's just like, he's just like, oh, when Joel, no. when Joel was walking through the village, there were such memeable moments yeah, of like, like when I'm trying to find my mom when I'm lost <laughs> in the store. For some reason, Joel, Joel just like looking around or leaning against stuff for some reason is the so most funny. memeable thing of this whole yeah. series. Like when he's like having those <laughs> panic attacks and it's mm-hmm. just like, no. And people, I saw people putting them as album covers and yeah. I'm like, that's so funny. So I good. love the memes that came out where it's just like people were just showing, uh, showing just like, uh, me, uh, when I'm about to jump into the TV and kill David myself kind of. <laughs> Uh, like <laughs> like everybody is universal on just watching this and being like oh my god mm-hmm. what is going on well i i just love how they they aren't ruining the story no. they're doing things to make it better and to elaborate on well, the yeah, story yeah they have to or else uh, or else there might have only been like six wonky episodes yeah. of con- of of content yeah. because that's just that's just the nature of video game this is a video game adaptation mm-hmm. like it's just like and it's just like so many practical things i like just the whole series the practical effects mm-hmm. all over the place just makes it feel so oh, yeah. organic the only yeah. non-practical things you see are just like the airplane stuff yeah and like cgi a couple of the explosions well, I'm sure. I'm sure they CGI a little bit of the clickers and like, but like most. Of uh, they that probably is go practical. in. Yeah, they probably. Yeah, I. Yeah, they almost they probably like, correct some stuff. Like yeah. if they see like a shirt. Sleeve yeah, they pro- as they're moving. They but. probably. Yeah, they probably go in post production and like clean it up a little yeah. bit. And like, I think that is especially for this with everything being so up close and personal and like mm-hmm. everything having to look organic, literally organic, like with the yeah. fungus, like so good. And just like all the people, like we've met every walk of life. We've met people who are just like just trying to get by. We've mm-hmm. met people that are just like trying to change the world via good means, bad means, and in yeah. between. And, uh, like, just this all started... With, people. Yeah, and this is, all started with Joel just wanting a car battery. <laughs> to find his brother. <laughs> like, he gets to Salt Lake, and, and, and they're just like, here you go! It's just like, here's a car battery. It's just <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I think I talked about everything. Do you want to talk about anything else? Uh, no. It's... Before I'm we ex- get into the moral dilemma? Yeah. I think we can... I, yeah, cool. I think we can go into it. Yeah. Dope, dope, dope. Alright, well we'll be right back after a moral, after a short musical interlude with a moral dilemma. Chris, here is your moral dilemma. Okay. Would you ever eat human flesh? <laughs> um, it is very hard for me to truly answer that question because mm-hmm. I've never truly been like starving mm-hmm. situation. Like I've yeah. in my life, there's only there's only ever been like one time where I've went of like a full day without eating, mm-hmm. and that was basically my big dumb self doing that. Um, but like, I don't know. I really don't know. Like, obviously not willingly, and like yeah. I would have to be v- very hungry. Either having not eating something, eaten anything for quite some time, or only, only eating like scrap, bare, not even enough to like yeah. maintain your body and everything like that for an extended period of time. Yeah, for me to even be like contemplated, for me yeah. to even get to the point of like, oh, well, these two people died, yeah. and it's like that. Like, it probably wasn't their first their their first choice. No, uh, but like. Pr- 
like I can only imagine how many people just knew or they insi- or they were like, yeah, where the hell is this meat coming from? Mm-hmm. Like kind of thing. And it's just like, hmm, this casket seems pretty light for not ha- for yeah. having a dead body in it. Yeah. So well, of the I last, I don't think they had a casket. No, they did. Know? That's where oh. she, in that room uh-huh. where she's about to get chopped. That was a casket because it had oh, the sides shoot. on. It was a wooden casket. So huh. so I think literally they had like a funeral service for the guy, and then they're like, see ya, and then, uh, then they take it out to the back. Then they the take kitchen. it to the back yeah. room. Yeah. I think Damn. that's I think that's literally what they. It looked like a casket to yeah. me. We could look back, but like, yeah, I, like so. I I definitely think that if something is so dire enough that anybody can do that, anybody is up to do anything. Well, but honestly, I think before I willingly and knowingly eat the flesh of another human, uh, like I would try literally everything. I would eat bark. Mm-hmm. Like I would eat like I like I would eat dirt. I understand that there's like it's just like. Something just to fill your stomach. And if that it doesn't work or I get too fucking sick, then, like, shoot me. <laughs> like, mm. kind of thing. Because, like, there's certain points where it's just, like, you're surviving and just getting by. And then there's just the teetering of, like, you get into the situation where it's, like, for months. Yeah. It seemed, like, they said the whole winter. So, I'm assuming, let's say two months. Imagine two months of barely having enough food to, like, stay conscious. Mm-hmm. Um, and having this crazy madman who uh, who is, like, violent when he decides to be mm-hmm. preaching you stuff. And, like... Maybe and like you'll cling to certain things and like I don't know, but I really don't know. Yeah, I I agree with you. I think well like when you're starving, you like hallucinate yeah. and you like go through like it, it's so hard to like control yourself when you're faced with like actual food when you're starving. Yeah, like you know? I think literally, and this is going to sound a little bit silly, but I think literally the closest most people get to that is when they're hangry. Yeah, like literally, that's probably the closest most people get to that because like it's like oh I didn't eat breakfast or lunch it's dinner yeah. time I'm starving and then people's personality is slightly different because like the rhythm of their day is interrupted their body yeah. their body is craving their food and that's a little bit silly but I think that yeah. but, but yeah, that I is agree. like two percent of mm-hmm. the feeling that you would get to be like oh your your body and your basic instincts are craving for something your, like like your you, animalistic brain yes, is going over exactly there. you get that bowl that has a quarter inch of a gruel in it and it's like you're going to eat every single ounce of that make sure not a drop remains Mm -hmm. in that bowl or on your lips even make sure it's all in your body and being and so like at a certain point it's like do you care if it's like because like first steps is like do you care if it's deer or do you care if it's rabbit or do you care if it's like oh this meat kind of went bad a few days ago Mm -hmm. but we're still going to eat it and just cook and just like cook it extra long to cook out any pot some possible diseases. Yeah. It's like, it, it probably was an incremental step-by-step thing. Well, I think it's the difference of like, was the person already dead or did you kill the person to eat? Yeah. That is, that, that's a the huge moral, difference. Yeah. The moral dilemma is compounded in that area mm-hmm. because it's just like, yeah, they were just going to flat out kill Ellie for that sort of thing. It's like, and, and with, Joel, w- yeah. with the guy, with the, with the dad that Joel and Ellie killed is just like, oh, they killed him. Oh, we can't bury them. We need to survive. It's yeah. like, would that have been? Some, That's the biggest difference. Would that have been something the dad wanted to keep his daughter alive? But at the same mm-hmm. time, like, would he want his daughter to be literally eating him? Like that's so that's weird. crazy. It's yeah, weird. it's 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 wild. It's weird to think about yeah. too. But like, yeah, I don't know. I and and there's no way to know unless you are actually in that. But I I think it's a I think it's an interesting moral dilemma to talk about because like you know I feel like a lot of people they would say oh I'd never eat human flesh and it's like. You've never been starving. Yeah, you've never been starving. Yeah, you yeah, never been starving in a horrible starving cold. Yeah. Looking at the people around you who are also starving and cold and mm-hmm. stuff and, and been like, Oh, my daughter, my daughter, she's she's starving. What do we do? Yeah. She's like, Oh, look honey, they caught they caught a, a, a rabbit and we got some rabbit stew and it's really you eating one chunk of human flesh yeah. uh, that's been 
boiled in a stew, maybe. Like, I don't know. It didn't look like they had they had much in vegetables either or no. anything like that. So it probably the was... The stew looked really, really thin. thin. Yeah, it, it probably was just boiled meat with, like, maybe some slight spices in it yeah. and everything like that. But, yeah, I like, not yeah. even spices, but maybe they, like, threw in one handful of, like, a carrot or something into it. Yeah. I don't know. Like, obviously, that's stuff that would be boring to watch on TV. Yeah. But, um, it, 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 yeah, that's eating humans. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's probably some people that are like, it's been three days. It's it's September 20th, 2003, <laughs> like three days after the shit went down. Uh-huh. Paul's looking real good. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's probably some people like that. But, but there, yeah, that's interesting. But yeah, there's like people, it's just like, how, like what, like there are some people who don't realize how good they have it. And then there's some people that like, I know a lot of people who like have a literal mountain of like food storage kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And they probably would blast through that if an apocalypse happened. They'd probably be yeah. like, oh, we're just going to still have three three square meals a day. Mm. Maybe we'll go to two square meals a day after a week or so. Mm-hmm. It's just like, and it's just, and like they're feeding their family of four. And they would blast yeah. through that in a, a few months. Well, it's like, it's like the recommended is 72 hours, you know. But like, what if you, 20 years. Yeah, 20 know? years. And there's certain things that will last forever. Like, I think they mentioned it's just like, oh, yeah, it's a 20-year-old... Uh, um, Chef Boyardee, Chef Boyardee. Yeah. And, yeah. and she's like, "Oh, that's pretty good." It's like, uh, <laughs> "It's like, yeah, I agree." <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, hey, Chef Boyardee, sponsor us. Yeah, Chef Boyardee, please sponsor please. us. We need money. Well, we'll uh, listen. I buy. I buy your product. Yeah, it's solid. Yeah. It's good. Um, <laughs> anyway, do you have anything else you want to mention? No, um, I'm. I'm really excited for the finale. Yeah, me too. It's going. It's going to have some really cool things. Mm-hmm. Um, if anybody out there like really wants to look in, because HBO sometimes releases these little clips of like commentary, behind the scene commentary, and then this latest episode, it showed a mini like quick interview with Pedro Pascal and Bella uh-huh. Ramsey, and they talked about each other and how much they just absolutely adore and love each other. Mm-hmm. She calls him Pedge, and he calls her Belly. That's what those are like the nicknames. Those are so yeah, cute. yeah, and so it's just like, oh, and they're just like, oh man, I love working with them, and like but, follow man. them on social media too, because like they are the biggest well some of the biggest hype people for the projects they work on and mm-hmm. and Bella Ramsey is just like so excited just to work with every all these people yeah. again. Yeah. But um yeah. Uh I am streaming on Twitch this Saturday around ten PM, depending on when I get off of work. Is it a nude stream? Um it can be. If enough if you get enough bits <laughs> if I get enough subscribers enough it, bi- you know we hit a subscriber maybe. goal. Um, if we get Zach 20 more subscribers, he's going to do a nude stream. Yeah. Don't know. Not 20. Like They're premium subscribers. 50. Yeah, premium, premium 20. Yeah, you don't have good. levels of subscription, Zach? I don't think so. I think I need 50 subscribers before I can get... Okay, like, let's get Zach levels. 250. Yeah. I have five subscribers right now on Twitch. So that anyway, we need 45 uh, more. We're releasing, I think, 1,000 years next week. I talked to Josh about it. He said he should have it done by St. Patrick's Day. We're releasing so maybe. St. Patrick's Day of 2032. Yeah, 2032, uh-huh. 1,000 years. 1, we're waiting 1,000 years to release it, actually. <laughs> it's um, a delayed release. That's, <laughs> um, and then, uh, hopefully, we get a skit out as well this next week or so, um, if I can get Jacob over here. But, uh, yeah, so everyone follow Fortin Horseman on YouTube and watch our stuff. Uh, me and Chris just got a new camera, so we're able to film good, good stuff here. Uh, but, yeah, uh, thank you guys for listening, and stay safe, and stay sane. And, and don't eat people unless you're really... No, just don't eat people. <laughs> Moral of the story. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. <laughs> zombie do zombie. Zombie zombie. zombie. zombie.